Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Genesee Valley Church's online podcast. GVC is a non-denominational church in Flint, Michigan, and our mission is simple. To love God, love people, and love life. I know that you will be blessed by the message and the words that God has for you today. Now, here's Pastor Tony. But healing has been in our hearts ever for a long time. Probably just when we were kids and we didn't even know it. (laughs) But it's really strong in pastor. Really strong. Healing anointing. He has had uh, ministers close to Brother Hagen. One being Ed Dufresne. We were in a meeting and uh, we went up. He was praying for ministers, I think, or pastors. And so we went up and uh, he said, has anyone ever told you about your um, healing ministry, I think is what he said. And he said, uh, no, but he knew. He knew that we had that or that that was part of our ministry. And uh, he said, um, put out your hands. And he put out his hands and he said, I'm going to put my hands on you. And he said, I'm doing the same thing that Brother Hagen did to me. He said, Brother Hagen came to me and said, put out your hands. And he said, the same anointing, healing anointing that is in me is now going to be in you, and he put his, laid his hands, and it's just a transferring of the anointing. So it's nothing weird about it, or, and it's something we already know in our hearts, so it just confirms what God but has said to us. But then now there's a special endowment of a minister coming and putting or laying hands on you. And so he did that with pastor, and, and our pastors are very strong in um, healing miracles. I mean, they have so many stories that are just like, no way. Are you kidding me? Like, really? Like, just miracles. I mean, people, people will die and they, people will die in their church. Somebody died in their church and they knew how to go to. (laughs) They go to Pastor Mrs. Carson and so they raise people from the dead. And I know that sounds really weird, but I mean, they just, they have such strong faith in that department. They're just faith people. They are strong in faith for money and faith for healing or miracles. Not funny. And so, and so it's no coincidence that God joined us or this ministry with them. So we've talked about that before. And Mrs. Carson said, no, I believe that's why you joined to us or you came up under us because we're strong in those two things. And therefore you will be. And that's in your heart. And I was like, praise God. But let me read. Um, there is, anybody know Kenneth Copeland? You may say, well, I don't like him. You either like him or you don't. <laughs> I don't think there's any in-between. <laughs> you either like to listen to him or you're like, you know, this isn't my cup of tea. <laughs> I'm going to listen to, like, Joyce Myers or somebody. <laughs> but he, uh, a lot of times he he is known to be known as a prophet, which just means um, he comes before the body of Christ. He is I think he's what? He just turned 80 years old. He has been in the ministry in a long time. But just he is faithful to God. He's been faithful to minister the word of God. And so God will just bring uh, word words to people, but especially like ministers like this, that you can trust what they say. And especially you can trust what they say when it shows up or when it happens. 
But he'll prophesy usually, or God will give him something for the year coming up. And so, uh, just today I was thinking about, um, I was actually coming home to finish getting ready and go meet them this morning with the realtor, and I believe the Lord told me, um, going into this new building, the healing ministry now will will pick back up, and um, you will see it. And so, that means you're going to be a part of that. And so, when we've been in prayer different times about our church, we have seen, I mean, just us praying for the sick and it becoming what we're known about. And to where people come to our church just so you'll pray for them. And so, that's exciting. That may not do anything to you and you may think, okay. <laughs> but um, it's something that's been in our hearts. And so there's ministries that now God, and especially because we're increasing in the faith. This building's bigger, which means a bigger payment. It means more upkeep. It means more everything. (laughs) And so we have to expand our faith to handle it or to be able to stick with it. We can't, our faith can't stay at this building. It has to move. (laughs) And that just means it has to increase for us to stick with it in the next place. So that's just like our lives personally. God doesn't want us just to stay here for 50 years or like 80 years and then then move to another place. God wants you to constantly move. And I just mean in your spirit, growing spiritually, learning more of the word, believing for more. That's all God. And if you'll just step out and say, okay, Lord, I'm really scared to do this. I don't even really know what I'm doing. But just start. You'll see God will just start leading you. And he'll do, and then you'll say, oh, my gosh, like, I believe God for that. Or God's doing this in me. Or God's doing this in my family. And, and it's all because of taking those steps. It's just little steps, but they're really big. But this is by Kenneth Copeland. I think it was uh, September or October of last year. But he talked about it today on his um, show. They do a TV broadcast every day. But he said, this coming year, this coming year, this coming year is not going to be anything like anybody has thought up to now. (laughs) Wow, that means we're going to see stuff. (laughs) This is a year of fabulous outpourings from heaven. That's what the Bible says. In the last days, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh, anybody and everybody. So it's just a sign of the last days. Notable miracles. Notable miracles. I mean, little miracles are great, but notable? Okay, that, hmm, okay. At the hands of not only ministers in the fivefold ministry, but just among the people. Believers will lay hands on the sick, and notable miracles will be done. But watch for the children. This gets me so excited. Watch for the children coming forth with miracle working power manifest around them. <laughs> and they are just children. And they will be just children. And I'm not talking about 15 to 20 year olds. Of course, they're involved. But say it the Lord. Watch the little ones. 
a child shall lead them. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? And you may say, well, I see that in my kid. Even little Malachi. (laughs) Growing up. Many things are going to be happening in the kingdom of God in 2017. And it won't be anything like you thought. It'll be grander and greater. An outpouring such as has never been seen before. Outpouring from heaven. Just that alone. Outpouring from heaven. (laughs) That is good news for you. In every area of your life. In your family. In your church. Praise God. And so, that just confirms what God's been showing us. um, on Just showing us to about healing ministry. And so, we're excited. We're staying faithful to what God's telling us to do. But I believe, as a church, that we will start moving in that direction. And so it will become just something that's part of our church, like uh, prayer or like uh, faith. Healing will be something that's talked about and something that we have, like, probably have classes for. Just things going on where it's like, oh, yeah. And uh, so it'll be exciting to see what God does (laughs) as we just believe him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord and our children. <laughs> so I think Chuck and Trish are going to start training our kids in healing. <laughs> so sounds like that would be good, <laughs> even for us. But we're excited for what God's doing. And so uh, God's faithful. And uh, if we didn't get to this place for God to let us down or to turn and go the other way. We've, we have been through all these years, and we've been at this building And now we're going to a new building, but it's a new season, a new season of ministry, a new season of life is what it feels like. A brand new church, brand new life for us. So probably be something we've never seen before, but it'll be glorious. Praise the Lord. And so we just, we want to start praying. I think, did you pray last week? Was I here? Okay. I wasn't here. Okay. I've got to keep up with these Wednesday nights. So I don't, we're just going to be praying. I'm not sure what you prayed on last week. But um, we're just going to pray for our church. And I'm the one that would lead prayer on Saturday mornings when we did it. And uh, so I love prayer. And uh, when I, we were at um, Bible school, prayer was my heart. Where healing was more him and I mean, I liked healing, and I would, yeah, you know, it was in me, but prayer was more me. <laughs> if you want me to pray about anything, let's go at it. And I I just sought after prayer when I was in school. And um, we would go to prayer school every day. They had prayer and healing school every day. And we would go to prayer, I would go to prayer school every day. And um, I would, a lot of times I would... Um, when I first started going, I would sit in the back, and I just would listen to them pray. And I wasn't really praying, but I was listening, just how they were praying, because I wanted to know how to pray. I wanted to pray like that, and I wanted to know God like that. <laughs> and so, if you want to pray like that, God will help you. Just get around it. And so, that's what I did. We just started reading books, started um just some names like Lynn Hammond, Patsy Caminate, just some women of prayer that knew how to get things done in prayer. 
And something, when they would minister in prayer, it would draw you where you're like, oh, I want to pray like that or I want to know more of that. So there was something about it that they knew what they were talking about. (laughs) And so um, Pastor was the same way. And so we just got, obviously we got connected at prayer school (laughs) um, in Bible school. But that is the heart of everything we do is prayer. And um, that building and everything about God orchestrating that, that came by prayer. Just being faithful to come and pray for your church. Praying about, there was a season where we just came and prayed about the building. And we were nowhere near, this building was not even for sale. We were nowhere near it. But I just said, I just got, we need to pray. We're going to take 30 minutes every time we come in here on Saturday and we're going to pray for the building. And they were like, okay. I had two people that came with me. And so the three of us would pray um, every Saturday. And we'd take 30 minutes for a season. And we would pray about the building. And we would write what God was telling us. Everything God told us back then has shown up now. (laughs) So when God tells you something, a lot of times you think, well, it's going to happen right now. (laughs) Right? No. You just hold on to it. Because it'll show up, and when it shows up, it's going to happen like that. Praise God. And so that can be just in your own life. And so I'm just going to read some scriptures, and then we're going to, we're going to pray. Over in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. I brought my, my thicker amplified Bible here. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. He says, For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace, not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. Then you will call upon me, and you will come and pray to me, and I will hear and heed you. I never noticed that before. Did you know how that read? That's the Amplified Bible. Maybe we should read that again. Then you will call upon me, and you will come and pray to me. I will hear and heed you. So that just means you have authority. You have authority because Jesus went to that cross, and he got authority for you. So how dare you not use it? And the best place, the most important place you'll use your authority is in prayer against the devil. So the Bible says that you have the name of Jesus that is above every name. It's above the name of the devil. Even though he seems so big at times, he is really very small. And you, the greater one, the Bible says, lives on the inside of you. The greater one. Greater than anything in this world lives in you. If you've asked Jesus in your heart, he's there. And he, when he came in you, he gave you authority. And so that's all that says right there. God's not, it's not him coming underneath you and you're the big powerful one. It's saying, whatever you say, I will do. (laughs) Praise the Lord. That's so good. Especially when we're going to pray. (laughs) And then you go over to Jeremiah chapter 33, 
Verse 3. It says, call to me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things, fenced in and hidden, which you do not know. If something's, fin- if something's hidden from me, I, don't, I can't see it. I don't know about it. But God knows all things. So God knows things that you don't know about situations, about life. Even when things happen in life that everybody's going disarray and seems like thing all it's just going crazy. God can bring order in it because he knows the answer. <clears throat> and so this is an important scripture because you can know prayer and know God just like this. Call unto me and I'll show you. I'm not going to show your neighbor. It's your life. He may show someone, but he's not going to show the details. He's going to show you those details. <clears throat> Great my things that are hidden or fenced in, which you do not know, that you do not distinguish and recognize or have knowledge of or understand. So God's going to show you what to do. He's going to show you things about that building over there. He's going to show you pictures. You know, prayer, a lot of times, prayer is like pictures. You see things. And when I say the word cat, you don't instantly spell the word out like C-A-T. It's not how our brains function. Not mostly. (laughs) There might be somebody like, well, that's what I did. (laughs) I'm always waiting for that one, but it's never happened yet. (laughs) But you see a picture of a cat. Or if I say dog, you instantly see Maybe you have a dog. Maybe you have a cat. Maybe your neighbor has an annoying dog or cat. (laughs) But you see a picture of it. Prayer is just like that. When God shows you things, a lot of times he'll show you a picture. And you'll just see it. And um, you'll see it in your spirit. And you'll hold on to it. Or you'll write it down. He'll give you things and you can write things down. God talks to you about the new season that we're going into. Because you're a part of it. If you've sown into it, you've been a part of this church, then you're every bit a part of this next phase. And so that means God has things for you to do. (laughs) And it's not just what you've been doing. God has more for you to do in this next phase of ministry. It's not just us. As the ministers, God has things for you. doesn't matter your age. If you're young or old, God has ministries for you. So it'll be good. Praise the Lord. So, when we pray, the Bible says that we can pray in our English we can talk to God. And my, my daughter, a lot of times, my middle daughter will say, well, what do I say to God? I'm like, well, you just talk to him like you're talking to me. Just act like you're talking to me, but you're talking to God. I just close your eyes. <clears throat> and uh, she, she does really well. I mean, she, she would pray, but it's like the same prayer every night um, when we would, before bed. So it was kind of like a repetitive prayer, she would say, which is, I mean, better than nothing. But we started saying, well, just express your heart to God. So it'll just sound like this. And so we would do it with her. 
just teaching her how to just talk to God. You know, the best thing you can teach your kids is how to talk to God and how to hear God. I'm convinced that's the number one thing. If you teach your kids that, they'll be set for life. (laughs) Because they'll know how to go to God and get answers. And they'll be able to hear God. And so I want my kids to know the Bible, that it be that it's a habit, it's just what they do. And I don't want them doing it in my house and then they leave my house and they don't do it. <laughs> but it's like God, I want them to do it. So they're successful in life. But I want them to know how to talk to God and how to hear God. And so the Bible says that we are his children and that we know his voice. And so when we pray, we're expressing our heart to God. Just expressing it. It may come in the form of, God, I just worship you. I love you. I'm so thankful for what you've done in my life. I'm thankful that you've brought me out (laughs) of messes that I've been in. Thank you for being faithful, God. I'm just expressing my heart to God. Letting him know how much I love him. And then we just go in. And a lot of times you hear us talk about the Ephesian prayers. And so we're going to pray those tonight. They're over in Ephesians chapter 1. Starts in verse 16. So if you got to look in your Bible or you could just follow along with me. I have a handy little sheet here. <laughs> these are We made these cards for all of our kids down in Big Kids Church. We just gave them out to them again think a second time you say well why would you do that because we want them praying plan of god for their life (laughs) and so we're training them up and we're giving the parents tools to help do that and so this prayer will help this church the prayer is all about open the eyes of my heart lord my my inside my inner heart open my spiritual eyes so that i can see where to go, the next place that you have for me, so that I can see you more. (laughs) And so we pray that way a lot. And so when Pastor Mark was here, he said, remember the story he would say about himself, I think, when he was 17? I sure wasn't doing that when I was 17, but he made a little handy little card and was going to pray the fusion prayers every day. I think it's 17. I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> and so he prayed it every day. Remember he said he'd pull out his card and he would pray it, stick it back in. And I think he did it two times a day. He said if you'll do it every day for six months, I think is what he said, um, you'll, you will totally change. You'll be different. <laughs> and so just being faithful to pray those. I think Brother Hagen, is, he says the same thing. That if, you, if you're frustrated or irritated or you, th- you see things and you're like, I just want that to be different in my life or just I want to know what God has for me. He said, pray that prayer every day. You can just blindly pray that prayer and it'll work. And it'll just show up and you'll think, well, that's changed in my life. Or, gosh, I'm different. I don't think that way anymore. It's that prayer. It's the word of God working. But you'll hear the Bible talks about praying in English, and he talks about praying in another tongue. And so I think a lot of us are familiar with it, but praying in tongues is just a language that God gives you. It's a gift. It's not something you have to work hard for. You have to desire it. 
That's all you have to do. Desire it and ask God for it. And so, the Bible talks about when you come to situations and you just don't know how to pray for it. Or you pray in English as far as you know. And then you don't know what else to say. That the perfect prayer is praying in your spiritual language. Because when you pray in that language, you are talking to God. When you're praying in English, you're talking to God too. But when you pray in another tongue, your mind, the Bible says, is unfruitful. Because it has no idea what you're saying. And it thinks you're really weird. (laughs) But God knows everything you're saying. Isn't that awesome? That I have a language that I can pray. And I don't know exactly what I'm praying. But God knows what I'm praying. So if I'll just give voice, I'm praying things out for my church. I'm praying things out for my kids. I'm praying things out for my family. But in that, God can show you. Remember, give you pictures or things that you are praying. So there, the more you do it, the more comfortable you get in it. And the more you'll start seeing when you pray. You'll start hearing God speak things to your spirit. And that's how we live life. (laughs) Because you always come up to something you don't know what to do with. Always. Always. In this next season of life, in ministry, in church, there's going to be things that we come up against and we're not going to know what to do. But God knows what to do. And so, um, so we just pray. We give voice and we, we just let our voice be known. And when you're in prayer, the Bible says you have authority because Jesus Gave you authority. So when you pray, you can speak things by the unction of God. And it's by your authority that Jesus gave you. And so it says that when you speak things or when you pray, that the angels heed it. That they go to work on your behalf. They minister for you. Like they're on assignment. And so prayer, there's so much in prayer I know I'm just kind of all over the place. There's so much in prayer. But just little by little, we're going to start bringing the Word of God and dissect it and just kind of break it up, make it easy and simple. But then we're going to demonstrate it. So that means we're going to come together and we're just going to pray. And the more, just the more you come, right now you may think, Dear Lord, I don't even know how to pray. I don't even know what you're talking about, this whole tongue thing, uh, whatever. You may totally check out. <laughs> when someone next to you starts praying and tongues, you may be like, okay, <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> that must be that thing she was talking about. <laughs> but if you'll just hang around, God will just start helping you with it. And you, there's no pressure. You, if you say, you know what, I don't pray in other tongues and I'm just not ready for that, that's totally fine. There is no pressure. You just pray in English the best you know how. But I believe if you stay long enough and just keep coming, then you'll get hungry for it. Because it's God. And it's the best way to pray. Because the Bible says it's the perfect prayer. Because you're not in your head. You're totally in your spirit praying to God. And so praise the Lord. (laughs) And so... We're just going to pray here for a little bit.
We're just going to take like five or ten minutes. It's going to be a short prayer tonight. But you can get a lot done in five minutes, believe it or not. We don't have to pray for half an hour, although that is really good to do. But if we just pray for five minutes, we're going to get a lot done. Praise the Lord. And so I'll just pray up here, and you can just, yeah, if you want to walk and pray, however you pray best, just do it. If you want to walk around and pray, do it. If you want to kneel down, if you want to come up here, just however you're comfortable, you do that. Okay? So we're going to start with the Ephesian prayers. And then we're just going to let God, the Holy Ghost, lead us for a little bit. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord. (laughs) We thank you, God, for your faithfulness. Oh, Father, we honor you this night. And we thank you, Lord, that we can come to you and pray. Pray out the will of God for this church. Pray out the will of God for the people of this church. So, Father, we thank you that you've given us this relationship with you. You've given us the tools that are necessary. Oh, hallelujah, Father. We thank you for what you're doing in our church. We thank you, Lord, that you've got the best of the best for us. We thank you, God, for leading and guiding us. We thank you, Lord, for looking out for us and not letting us down. Hallelujah, Father. So, Father, we just come to you right now, Father. And we just pray and lift up our church, the people of Genesee Valley Church. Father, we pray that you'd open the eyes of our understanding. Oh, open our eyes, Lord, to see. See things that we haven't seen before. See you in a new light. See you in a different side of your glory. Oh, open our eyes, Father. Open our ears that we can hear you and what you're speaking to us in these days. For you're speaking many things to us. (laughs) Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, God, that you're ministering to us in these days ahead. So we thank you, Lord, that our eyes are opening. Even when we come to hear the word of God, Father, that you're illuminating our spirits. That we're seeing things that we've not seen before. That we may know the hope to which we have been called. And so that we can know the riches of your glorious inheritance to us. Father, I thank you for the power that you have given us. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. We thank you for the ministry of healing that you have bestowed upon us as the church. Father, I thank you that we will walk in those ways. Oh, that you're helping us to build our faith, to believe you for more. Oh, because our eyes are opening that we can see more. And that we can do more. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Father, for the presence of God that's in this church. We thank you, Lord, that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. And that we have that faith and the love to give people. I thank you, Lord, that your love is great in this church. And the power of God resides here. That the anointing is present to heal the anointing is present to deliver yeah I thank you Lord I see that I just see Lord and so as I'm praying as I'm just praying in English to God I just start seeing things when I started talking about the the anointing just being present to heal and then I saw people being delivered and then I saw as we're moving into the new building that people are coming 
to be delivered. <laughs> delivered from their darkness. <laughs> delivered from their chains. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, we thank you, God, for the healing anointing. It's not just for bodies to be healed and for miracles. No, but it's for minds to be set free. It's for bodies, minds, emotions, Lord. Yes, thoughts are going to be changing and renewed in your presence. Hallelujah, Father. So we thank you, Lord, that as we see these things, we can hold on to them because you have shown us what will be. And so, God, we thank you, Lord, for what you're working right now in this church and what you're doing. Hallelujah, Father. Oh, we thank you, Lord. to this podcast and take a look at all of our social media sites which can be found at our website gvchurch.tv we know that today's message has been a blessing to you thanks for listening we are genesee valley church loving god loving people and loving life